This podcast contains explicit language. Viewer discretion is advised. This week on the Mount Justin Podcast. Did Lucha Underground and more new belts redeem impact? Nakamura goes balls deep. And was the greatest Royal Rumble go-home raw one of the worst? Turn it to 11. Attempt to take it to the max. Welcome to the Max Austin Podcast, the house that Dazzy Dangerously built along with the wrestling encyclopedia slash knowledge champion, Mike Lackin. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I... Just in case you guys didn't know, the greatest Royal Rumble is on Friday. Uh, it's this Friday. This Friday this in, Friday. from Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. This Friday. It's on Friday. Well, if you listen to this episode, it's, it's today. We tried to get this episode up before before the, the show starts. So hopefully you're listening to this on Friday, which is when Grace Royal Rumble is on Friday. That's what I'm saying. I just figured I'd mention that's on Friday. We're going to see 10 matches on Friday. It's in Saudi Arabia. Did you guys know it's on Friday? They really should have said when it was on Raw. I don't think they said it enough. No, I don't think they did. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to get into stuff. But remember, people, you can catch up with all the latest Max Wrestling news, episodes, and history at MaxWrestling.net and at MaxWrestlingUK on all social media. And if you look at the top left corner of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, there is a hashtag MaxWrestlingPodcast. So, yes, it was a horrible Raw. I, I'm just going to answer that straight away. It, I, I lost count how many times I nearly fell asleep. You know what? So I watched it the following day because of my work schedule. It was okay. I mean, I, I, it was kind of bleh. <laughs> but from what I saw, yeah, this is supposed to be your go-home show for the 50, uh, you know, Man Royal Rumble, which, by the way, is on Friday. So they're doing this whole thing. All right. So, of course, the Ascension lose because it's the Ascension. They're back on Raw, but they lose to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Um, fucking, they're doing the whole 10 women tag. Alexa Bliss, the only thing I really thought was funny because she's such a great heel. I love the moment of Bliss because I thought yeah. just it, it accentuated Alexa as a heel character. Uh, everything else was just kind of meh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I, I, this is your, I get it. It's your go home show. You know, Roman and Brock did their thing. Um, you know, but it was what it was, man. I didn't feel like it was like, oh, we got to see this Raw. We got to see the greatest Royal Rumble. But, you know, it was just kind of meh. I, I feel you on that. Yeah, uh, first of all, I, the, the whole anti-bullying thing with Alexa is genius. It was. <laughs> um, but, God, the Roman Brock thing was awful. It, <sighs> it was so forgettable. It was like a blink and you'll miss it segment. Roman did Why have they got Roman reverting back to Belita? I know, but what I did like about it is it's great to see like them cheering because it's like, hello, you're 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 booing the guy. Yes, I know you say what you will about Roman Reigns, but you're booing the guy who's there all the time. Yeah, and you're cheering for the part-timing jackass that will leave you and doesn't give a fuck about you. And it was so it was nice to see them, you know, cheering for Roman Reigns uh. and get Brock getting the heat. Good. Can we talk about the the five planted Roman fans that the cameras kept cutting to? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. But still, it was nice to hear some cheers. And I'm sure a lot of them, we got some Roman cheers there. But yeah, they were the, the ones that they really went into. You could tell. They was like, all right, here, champ for Roman, champ for Roman, champ for Roman. I mean, planting fans is one thing. But when you make it so obvious and you keep cutting to them and then it, even, they even had a microphone on them. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it took me a second to realise that they were planted because obviously the camera cuts to them, they start cheering Roman, Paul Heyman stops mid-promo and just stares at him. And for a brief moment I thought, I was hoping Paul Heyman was just going to go, you realise nobody else is chanting with you, right? <sighs> but I'm sorry, man, it's just, I, I'm one of the guys, I just want to see Brock, I think you'll agree with me, I just want to see Brock lose the belt. Can you just get it off of Brock? Can you just take the title off Brock? Um, I've got no time for Brock. I, I'm one of these people who don't fully support Roman, but kind of want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't hate him. We've always said we don't hate him. Um, it's just one of those things where we shove down your throats and you're kind of like, oh, here we go again. But like we said, at least he's there every week. At least he, he's trying. God bless him. He's trying. <laughs> He is, and I think he's a great. I'm going to say this. I think he's a hard worker. I think he busts his ass. It's just, yeah, it's just it that's that's the problem that I have. It's like, yeah, you may not like Roman Reigns, but you know what? He's there. The man is there all day, every day. More than you could say about Brock Lesnar, and the guy really doesn't care. Brock Brock is just there for the payday. That that's all it yeah. is. I don't think it helps. Like Roman is kind of positioned as an underdog right now. But he's like a four-time world champion or something stupid. It's like what they did at WrestleMania 28. John Cena's the underdog. No, the fuck he's not. <laughs> like, like, Mac Miller, what fucking show are you watching? John Cena ain't no goddamn one. Oh, but he's fighting The Rock. He'll probably win in the rematch. And guess what? He won in the rematch. The fucking Rock who hasn't wrestled in ten years. Oh, God. <laughs> Idiots. But, yeah, it's just, that is what it is. Oh, speaking of... Oh. Bobby Roode, uh, losing to Elias. <laughs> um, it's a 50-50 thing, because I'm happy for Elias, but at the same time, I'm like, what the hell are they doing with Bobby Roode? I don't know what they're doing with Bobby Roode. I'm like, are we going to get an Elias-Bobby Roode feud, which I'm okay with, but all right. It's like, Elias, great, you got to win, but Bobby Roode, that, that wasn't that glorious, man. Well, speaking of Elias, I've got to wonder if, there's anything going on between him and uh, Nia Jax? Why? We've, we've seen a couple of photos on Instagram of them pretty... Well, they're probably just hanging out, but... They're, they're looking pretty close. All right. She wants to walk with Elias. Uh, first of all, the, the man is awesome. I don't blame her. Good God bless her. And personally, if I was him and Nia Jax was coming my way, I got no problem with that. <laughs> I got no problem with that. Nia's a cool girl. And personally, I like the fact that her public service announcement, you know, Nia, messing with Nia Jax is bad for your health. Yes, it is. Hell yeah, it is. And then you see Ember Moon firing up and the Natty and the whole thing. I mean, we'll get to that. But I thought that was pretty cool after that whole moment of bliss thing. But I got to mention this as well. We talked about Matt and Bray getting the win over the Ascension, which, yeah. all right, because they're building towards Cesaro and Sheamus for the greatest Royal Rumble. But I got to say this as well. Chad Gable getting the upset victory over Jinder Mahal. It's probably one of the biggest upsets on Raw. Oh, my God, Chad Gable's biggest win in his career. Uh, he's a former tag team champion. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They built it like it was the 1-2-3 kid beating Razor Ramon. I'm like, yes. let's, not, let's not, like, go that far with this here. Yeah, I mean, Chad's had success before, and Jinder's really not that special. <sighs> All right. I mean, we're going to do predictions. I'll save my what I think about that whole thing once we do our predictions for the greatest Royal Rumble. But, yeah, just fucking Jinder Mahal losing the game. The modern-day Maharaja. Uh, and then, of course, 
we're still stuck in this whole multi-man situation for the Intercontinental Championship, which of course is building towards a ladder match at a great Royal Rumble, which is on Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you think? Well, I mean, yes, we saw Seth and Finn beat the Miz Taraj, but what did you think about, you know, they're trying to become, go with Finn Balor, they're trying to go with <laughs> Seth Rollins. I thought the Miz Taraj trying to campaign was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I like where they're going. I'm, just, I'm not sure how far they can go with it because they obviously tried to do the the, the shield gesture, then they tried to do the click, uh, bullet club, uh, whatever you want to call it. Too sweet. Too sweet, me bro. Um, but then, of course, Bray Wyatt tweeted out that, you know, join the broken universe. Brother Bo. <laughs> now, well, that would be cool because he is actually his brother. Think, yeah. <laughs> That would be pretty cool to see them there. Oh, speaking of them, what did you think about Matt's, you know, the light and then the darkness comes in with Bray and then they both told everybody to run? Um, Better than last week. Yeah. I, I didn't like last week when they were just stealing each other's lines, but um, I got a better feel of it this week. I like how Connor does the cartwheel. Wait a minute, that cartwheel, that was wonderful. He's <laughs> giving it a standing ovation for a cartwheel. Uh, yeah, I still hate the entrance music mashup, where it goes from one theme to the other, but that usually indicates that they're not going to be together very long, so they're not going to bother giving them a new entrance music. Well, speaking of people that are together now, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre putting a whooping on them boys, Titus Worldwide. I like it a lot. Me too. Um... Actually, a lot of people now are kind of, well, I don't know if a lot of people are saying it, but a lot of people have shared the article that um, if Roman Reigns fails, maybe Drew McIntyre is the next top guy, which I'm completely okay with. He was, he was the chosen one at one point. Yes, but that promo was excellent. Oh, it my was. God, after the match, Dolph's doing his thing, but Drew McIntyre just coming out there, you know, you know, pouring his heart out, that was fucking great. That promo was also funny because Drew said, I walk around and see guys with no ambition, no fire, just collecting paychecks. Right next to Dolph Ziggler. <sighs> Dolph Ziggler standing right next to you when you're saying that. Well, yeah. I mean, no comment with that. But, I mean, it's nice to see, like, a rejuvenated Dolph Ziggler. But, you know, the the star of the team is McIntyre. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is Drew's world. It, we're all just living in it. And, firstly, I thought he's gotten that time away. You know, when he, you know, wrestled for Impact Wrestling and he, you know, was all over the world, ICW, that time away really did a lot for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, ICW positioned him as a tough guy. Uh, Impact positioned him as a tough guy. Credit where it's due. They, they pretty much helped him make, make a bigger name for himself, made him a world mm -hmm. champion. But, uh, yeah, even a short run in NXT, I think, helped elevate him even more as well. Yeah, I mean, he was great in NXT, the uh, series on Andrade and Alamos and all those matches that they had. And, I mean, we could talk about NXT later. I'll be honest, I haven't checked it out yet. But there was some interesting stuff that happened on NXT. We'll get to it. But, yeah. man, I, I really did love that NXT run with Drew. And now to see him on the main roster is cool. And I think that's just going to lead to um, a Dolphin-Drew split down the line. But right now, as far as the tag team goes, I think that they're a great, formidable tag team. Yeah, I can see big things for them, and obviously the comparisons there between Shawn Michaels and uh, Diesel. But let's face it, Drew McIntyre is not a bodyguard. He's he's the main guy in that team. Now I see what they're saying with that, obviously. But yeah, Drew McIntyre is not no Diesel. I mean, he's not <laughs> no Diesel. And I get the comparison with Shawn and Dolph, but yeah. Uh, then another, I know you're gonna laugh at this one. 
another line that caught my attention. So there's a backstage interview with the Riot Squad. Oh, God. And you speak to Liv Morgan, goes to Sarah Logan. The very first fucking thing Sarah Logan says, I grew up hunting. <sighs> all right. We get it. I told you my people are from the South. And not all of them are like that, by the way. But we get it. You're from the South. You're from the country. <laughs> and you like to hunt. We get it. All right. Like, Ain't nothing many... like a terrified animal when it's being hunted. Like, how many times do we have to emphasize that she's from the South and she likes to hunt? <laughs> Just let the girl go out there and be a badass. <laughs> Peter's, Peter, P-E-T-A, are going to be on Sarah Logan's ass. And I like Sarah Logan, man. Why are you doing this to me? I like the girl. The girl out of that group is one of the best athletes in the ring. Ruby Riot is very solid. Liv Morgan, get the fuck out of here. And I, and I don't hate... Now, when I say that, I don't hate Liv Morgan. I really don't. No. I think the best thing she did was get away from you-know-who. Yeah. But... And number two, I mean, I think she works hard, and I think she definitely wants this. I think she's a hard worker, but, gosh, she's such a greenhorn in the ring. She's the worst out of the three. Yeah, and please stop sharing scripts online. I, I, I know. I saw you tweet about that, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong with that girl? What, what would possess you to do that? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get her thinking. Maybe she was thinking, yo, 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 and she was thinking about her days in NXT there. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, let me, let me share some NXT scripts, but hey, whatever. Uh, I don't get it. You don't, you don't get Robert Downey Jr. going, hey, here's a script to Infinity War. Whoa. Yeah, like, no. Just, just, no. Ugh. Mm-mm. But maybe she'll learn. Then maybe not. I mean, a lot of people still think Carmella's pretty green. I I think Carmella's fine. I don't see many problems with her at all. She's playing <sighs> she's playing the annoying character as she's supposed to. She's not terrible in the ring. Uh, maybe we'll see some improvement from Liv in that area. But yeah, you know what? All right, Carmella is the annoying heel. That's what she's supposed to be. Obviously, we're gonna get the rematch between her and Charlotte at Backlash, and I did enjoy Charlotte dumping on the table on her this week. I thought that was great. But yeah, just Carmella's doing what Carmella's supposed to do. Liv Morgan, I I think eventually will find her niche, but right now it's I, I just look at her and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just, just get the fuck out of here. You you a Carmella knockoff, and Carmella's <laughs> not even that great yet. <clears throat> yeah, man, just. All right, all I'm going to say is just Sarah Logan, just wrestle. I mean, I mean, get it, you like to hunt. Just stop talking about hunting. Yeah, just, please stop just, talking. Just, just don't talk. Please. Please. I'm sure she'd have plenty of good conversations with Brock. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe Stone Cold as well. Yes, but God dang, Sarah. You might imagine no. Brock Lesnar coming out every week, well, every week, every month going, I hunt. Okay? Mm. All right, so what? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> thanks for thanks for sharing, Brock. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we may as well do Raw and SmackDown together, and then we'll predict Greatest Royal Rumble later on. So it's good. <laughs> uh, obviously SmackDown. Oh wait a minute, hold on. Did you? We forgot. So the ten women tag happened, and we're. 
and Mickey James chop blocks Natalia. Here comes Ronda Rousey to the rescue, man, and Ronda kills Mickey. What do you think? Honestly, just as the entrances were coming on for the bar- for the tag team match, I went to bed because I could not be bothered. But are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just thought, what's the point? It's just a pointless ten woman tag match. Um, but I did watch the video of Ronda the next morning because obviously Ronda rocks. Uh, I just wish that should have been earlier on in the show because, meh, what's the point? I don't know what the point is. Unless they do this whole thing where Natalia gets pissed that Ronda keeps helping her and being her, like, shining armor and her savior, and then Natty just, like, you know, flips flips her lid and we get Ronda versus Natalia. Oh, no, no, I mean, I get the point of the whole Ronda-Natalia thing. I mean, what, what was the point in the match? <laughs> I guess it was just to showcase the women, but it turned out we just showcased Ronda Rousey. Uh, that's the problem with it. I think it wasn't main event worthy whatsoever. The only reason it was a main event match is because, for the hell of it, because the men main evented last week, women can main event this week. Exactly. Oh, my God, we had a 10-man Raw tag last week. Oh, my God, we have a woman Raw tag this week. I don't think they understand. People freaking hate 10-person tag matches. It's just too convoluted. It's too just cluttered. It's like, just fucking stop. I mean, they seem to think the more people they put in the ring at one time, the bigger the match is in terms of how excited people are for it. Like the greatest Royal Rumble, which is on Friday. But Yeah, 50 <laughs> men. 50 men. And you get a trophy. Did you see the trophy, by the way? What do you think about the trophy? I, I No, I haven't seen a trophy yet. Okay, yeah, it's out there. So the winners of the Greatest Royal Rumble match, they get a trophy. And no, it does not look like the women's trophy, oh my god. Or the Andre the Giant Memorial it, it, It's like, not shaped but, like a penis, is it? No, it's not shaped like a penis. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it looks alright. It looks very nice. And what's great about it is they actually did announce that the um, the Saudi Arabian you know people who are at their tryouts actually get a shine in this. So you get to see a lot of them in there, too. Oh, nice. I mean, they gotta, I mean, they got to fill it up. They got to... Um friggin great Kali in there no just just stop it right now oh well yeah they had her training and please I, I you know I got no problem with that girl I think she's gonna work hard and I can tell she wants it but she should not have been on Wrestlemania I know you want to spotlight NXT but you could have had more women and not her I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> she was not ready Dakota Kai and like all these other ones I, I'm okay with but that girl was not ready no I felt like Kevin Hart watching her. No, she wasn't ready. So, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Okay, I'm looking at a trophy now. That is a very nice trophy. Hey, I know, man. I, that's what I'm saying. It looks cool. Um, that's, what, that's what yeah. $20 million gets you. Exactly. Well, what, what was $20 million, by the way? I kept hearing $20 million. So what was this whole $20 million thing? Oh, the, the, uh, the Saudis paid a considerable amount of money towards the events, obviously. Uh, oh, to, wow. to help promote it, to help put it together and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I heard it's around twenty million. Damn. Okay. All right. Now I gotta say this as well. So for us in the U.S., it starts at twelve. So for you guys, what time to start? Like four or five? five? It starts exactly when I clock into work. I'm so annoyed. Okay. So I'm gonna have to watch it after work, just like a regular pay per view. <laughs> so it starts for you when you clock into work. Yeah, five p.m. Perfect. UK time. So, for me, it starts at 12. So, how long is this show? Like, five or six hours? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it is because it's – I think it go, it'll go. it go to, like, four or five. Well, look at the greatest Rumble. There's 50, man in it, 50 men in it. The, think of the entrances. So, that's going to be a long-ass match. And then you got nine others. So, yeah, there's ten matches on this whole show. 
so six hour show so it starts when i clock into work yeah and it ends when i clock out probably this pay-per-view is gonna last my entire shift <laughs> pretty much <laughs> wonderful wonderful <laughs> <laughs> now the thing about this is now for me i have late night shifts at the end of the week so i'll be going into work at like 7 30 o'clock so i'll probably either watch it before or afterwards because of my situation right now but yeah so i get it early and you guys get it right as you're going in and coming up from we, work. Get, we get it at a reasonable time but i'm just not going to be here to see it exactly oh, so, man. god damn time zones god man god dang so, yeah, all right, so you want to talk about SmackDown now? And, oh, what do you think about Shadows of the Sun, Shinsuke Nakamura's new theme song? Well, first of all, at least I can watch Japanese pay-per-views in the morning. Uh, oh, well, yeah, that's true. So, are... I have mixed feelings, and I'm probably the only person in the world who isn't in love with Nakamura's new theme. I like the idea, I like the fact that it's loud and heavy and aggressive yeah my only problem was as he was walking to the ring and the song was playing and uh greg announced nakamura to the ring mm -hmm. it was just like you know when two people are shouting over each other yeah that that was the only annoying bit but uh yeah i like i like what they're doing i like the direction uh, i like yeah. i also like the surprise because i don't think anybody knew he was going to get new music yeah, because I'm watching them plug this in. I'm like, what? Is somebody, like, performing song? Then I'll hear that, whatever it was, and just the new, like, flow to it. I'm like, all right, all right, I can dig it. But, yeah, I totally see where you see, where you see it sounds like someone shout over everybody. I get yeah, it. I mean, I haven't even got a problem with it being in Japanese. I don't need to understand what he's saying. I get it's aggressive. It was just, you got to think, when the ring announcers announcing his name, you can't understand either one of them because they're shouting over each other. So, Greg, wait for the instrumental part, then announce him. Exactly, and then, and yeah, I don't have problems in Japanese. I remember um, when Asuka was the NXT champion, and they had Baby Metal perform karate, and that was like <laughs> in her tribute for like. That's so I had no problem with that. I don't care if it's not in English; it's aggressive. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. And those people are awesome. I think that group is awesome, and Baby Metal's doing their thing on the K-pop scene. So who cares? And K-Rock, excuse me. But yeah, I don't give a fuck that it's not in English. It sounds awesome. I don't need to know what they're saying. Friggin' Baby Metal has a song called Give Me Chocolate. The only song, I, the only friggin' lyric I know in that is Give Me Chocolate. That's it. Everything <laughs> else is in Korean. I don't care. Newt, Newt, May. Newt, Newt, May. I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> um, so we opened Roy, I, uh, sorry, Smackdown. <laughs> Probably. I'm getting like our truth. I'm oh. glad to be back on Mondays. Oh. It's Tuesday. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ty Dillinger is on the phone with our truth telling him, word. <laughs> Where the hell were they for SmackDown this week? Was it like, um, fucking, what was it, Milwaukee or somewhere? And, and he's like, no, we're, we're in Milwaukee, truth. We're in Milwaukee. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I about died, and Ty Dillinger goes, unbelievable. <laughs> so and then I see the other exclusive, and it's like Becky Lynch is hurt from, you know, because her and Asuka, you know, they lose to the Iconics, which I thought was fine. So then Asuka's like, okay, we'll get them next time. And then Absolution's making fun of them, so I'm like, Please don't tell me that we're going to get a Becky Lynch heel turn and she's going to be, like, the new leader of Absolution. Uh, no, no, Be Becky isn't a faction kind of girl. That's what I'm keep, saying. Keep, keep her away from Absolution. 
Yes, just keep her away. Let Becky just do her thing. I thought the match was fine with the Iconics. It served its pur- purpose. And I like saying Iconics, and I like Billy Kay, and I like <laughs> Kate Royce. So there's no complaining from me. Yeah, the Iconics are killing it. Iconics. They're... And I like how they're like, we're hot. <laughs> no, you're hot. You're... I thought that, was, that whole exchange was pretty funny. Like, half of the audience have immediately accepted the Iconics and love them. The other half find them so annoying and hate them, and that's the whole point. That's the point. They're the mean girls of the WWE. Hello. It's the point. And not even the accent, the attitude. It's supposed to annoy you. It's supposed to, like, get you mad. That's why they're great at what they do as heels. <laughs> Durr. Um, yes, I would say the women had a better showing on SmackDown than they did on Raw. Yeah, I um, would definitely agree that. As we mentioned, the contract sign-in as well. Okay. I like how they constantly played the video and Corey Graves standing up and like, Sh- shut up, Saxton. Show some respect. Clap. <laughs> like, I thought that was amazing and telling Tom Phillips to shut up. And then Carmella gets, you know, the table on her and Byron goes, well, that was fabulous. And then Corey goes, shut up, Saxton. <laughs> yeah, I thought that exchange was great. The whole thing about that was it was just great. It was just Carmella being the annoying heel. Charlotte comes out, dumps the table, signs it, dumps the table on her. And then you see, you know, during commercial, Carmella signs the contract in the back. So it was cool. I'm looking forward to that. And we, we kind of saw a little bit more of Charlotte this week, if uh, if you know what I'm saying. I had no problem with that. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I mean, I'll say this right now, Bram. What, what's wrong with you, man? Like, you had a good thing there. And she, 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 oh, great. People say what they will about her, but I think she's a lovely woman. But I was like, come on, Bram. And then, you know, but whatever. Hey. Hmm. Now Is I'm... it just the plague? On to the negativity for the females on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, I've got to be honest, I've been negative about this girl for a long, long time, and that's Naomi. Jimmy! Be okay, Jimmy! Come on! I love you, Jimmy! No, it didn't sound like that, but she was like, why not? Be safe! Oh my god, I'm serious, listen to me! I saw the look in their eyes, there was no expression! I want to help you! And nothing says distraction like that booty-shaking, earthquaking, twerking of Naomi, and Eric Rowan loses the match! She distracts Luke Harper by shaking her ass. Okay, wait a minute. You mean to tell me if a woman like that with the badonka donk that she's got, you wouldn't be distracted by that? Uh, I've never really liked Naomi. I'm just saying, man. When a girl comes up to you and starts sh- booty shaking, earthquaking, twerking, and but she ain't jerking. I mean, like, come on, man. There's a distraction factor there, so I get it. She's playing to her assets, if you will, baby. So Jimmy gets the win. <laughs> so I see the yeah. point. I see the point. <clears throat> I think it would have been funnier if Luke, while he was staring, just gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dude, the feud is, uh, all right, I'm going to say this right now. The dude is the Bludgeon Brothers insanity. That's the feud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't think we need the whole defensive wife thing in this rivalry because it kind of demeans the Usos who have just built up this massive name for themselves in the past year or so. Yeah, down since day one-ish. I'm still down since day one-ish, but yeah, I know they're going to get squashed. I'm down, but it's kind of killing their tough guy image when uh, Naomi has to keep coming to save him. Speaking of tough guy image, I'm going to go there. So the bar interrupts the New Day and takes their pancakes. How could you take those pancakes? You touched them, take them with you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So 
obviously I'm going to say this right now. We're, we'll get to our predictions. But my early prediction is Matt and Bray are going to win the titles and Cesaro and Sheamus are going to view with the New Day. It's nice to see a little fresh, freshness from the bar. Yes. I, I just, I enjoyed them stealing the pancakes. I thought that was very funny. You touched them, take them with you. So take them with you. Like, take <laughs> your pancakes with you. <clears throat> that was cool. Um, you know what we could have got was Kofi just slapping his hand away. Go, Kofi doesn't share food. That too, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I freaking Shelton Benjamin beats Randy Orton. What do you think about that? Nice. Yeah. It's uh, it's the Shelton Benjamin of old. Yeah. Ain't got, no stopping him now. Yeah, the guy that often uh, held his own with main eventers like Shawn Michaels and... Triple H. Triple H. And getting kicked in the face after Springboard. <laughs> oh, that's still one of my favorite Raw moments. That was an epic moment. Yeah. <clears throat> that, so what'd you think about... Of course, Sunil Singh takes an RKO because it wouldn't be a SmackDown <laughs> if a Singh brother didn't get killed by Randy Orton. Okay. And what you... What you think about? He's in the mask. He chop blocks Jeff, and then that whole scenario with Sunil. Uh, I haven't seen Jeff on the ground for that long, from such a small move in a long time. I mean, I'm like, I'm getting that you're selling the injury with the knee there, Jeff, but it's like, okay. I mean, by the time he could have got up, Sunil was KO'd anyway. But yeah. I don't think he needed to be on the ground for that long. No, I I don't think so either, man. But it happened. Um, speaking of something else that happened, well, you know something. When I was a kid, and you know, I was I was weak, but then I, you know, I got the weights, and then I became big. And you know what? Daniel Bryan is something that I hate. He's the epitome of what I hate. What do you think of Big Cass's promo? Mm, he's got some work to do, but I've, mm. I've heard worse. Yeah, and what do you think about the Miz getting that whole interaction? Uh, Oh, the, the, there's never enough good words to say about the Miz, and it, that's this is such a flip reversal from two years ago. I know, but here's the thing, man. If you really want to like get a payoff with this, so what's after backlash? Is it Money in the Bank? I think it's Money in the Bank, right? Uh, May June, yeah, June should be. Okay, so you got Money in the Bank. Have them be in the Money in the Bank match together. Have there be an exchange, and you you know when you blow off the feud, SummerSlam. Yep. It's simple. I, I don't want to see Miz and Daniel Bryan in the same match until SummerSlam. Or Agreed. until they have their one-on-one match. But it better be a big one-on-one match. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but Daniel Bryan with that fired-up promo, he was going to make him tap out. So backlash, we get Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Did he... I can't remember. Did he actually say that he saw Big Cass or did he think it was Big Cass? <sighs> No, I think he said, like, I get attacked by a coward, seven-foot-tall coward, and he attacks me. So I think he was implying that Big Cass did it. Yeah, which means, which kind of confirms my suspicion that it's obviously the Miz, who's pretending to be this reformed, new dad, nice guy. No, no, no. No, he's not. Just wait until these flips are switched and becomes the Miz that we all know and love. That talking smack promo. <laughs> that Miz. Yes. <coughs> Yeah, we can see where you're going with the Miz. Um. <clears throat> oh, i got something to see where we're going. So the club is back together, and they take on Shinsuke Nakamura on Rusev Day. And then friggin' Shinsuke Nakamura gives the Kinshasa to Luke Gallows at the back of the head. And then Carl Anderson sacrifices himself for AJ Styles. And then he tells AJ Styles to come on. 
And then what does he do? He he hits him in the ding ding again. What is it with these low blows? What is it with hitting somebody in the nuts? You remember like when uh, they were building the whole Brock Undertaker feud on low blows? Yeah, that's Taker true. just kept kicking him in the balls. Him in the, well, sometimes you just got to kick him in the, in the ding. <laughs> or the fleshy part where his nuts used to be. 40-year-old virgin reference. But god dang, man. Sometimes you got to just hit a dude in his nuts. Right yeah. in his sack. I'm, I'm just thinking of South Park. Dude, you don't hit a guy in the nuts. The fuck is that wrong too. with you? That too. Yeah, that too. I like that. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool, man. <laughs> Oh, Hio Nakamura is a gift that keeps on giving. He's also. I was just waiting for no speak English. That will never get old. I just want to hear him say no speak English every time they ask him something about who it does. Or, I am very sorry for what I did to <laughs> I really hope he gets interviewed in Saudi Arabia and just goes, no speak English. No speak English. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did in Japan. He was a great heel. Yeah, that's a great heel in Japan. Oh, Nakamura bringing chaos to SmackDown. No pun intended. Yes, the pun one is was intended. I'm lying. Uh, um, I saw the Sanity promo talk about bringing chaos. I thought that was very cool. So, like I said, I'm just looking forward to Sanity and the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, authors of Pain, they're on Raw, but what the heck are they going to do? All they did is beat Heath Slater and Rhino two weeks in a row. Who are they feuding? Meh. Um, meh. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I don't want to say meh because it's off of the pain. I like off of the pain. Me but too. it's just already they're like, okay, so what are we doing with him? I don't, I don't know. It's like, like, yeah, let's get this popular tag team from NXT and then have no idea what to do with him. Oh, so, I'll tell you what we forgot about with Raw too as well. Baron Corbin, I'm, not, I'm just going to say it. He was a lemon. It said, no way Jose's Adam Rose. He walks away. No way Jose's doing the conga line, and then he gets his ass whooped by Baron Corbin. So welcome to Raw, Baron Corbin. You're feuding with no way Jose. Again, why? Because we have nothing else for these guys to do, <laughs> so put them together. Creative has nothing for you. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Uh, on to the club again. Um, it's nice to see them back with AJ, but at the same time... Uh, I was watching Raw, and when Bo and Axel uh, went to Finn Balor, obviously they were all wearing the old GBC t-shirts, and I'm just thinking, those t-shirts are already out of date. Because two-thirds are now on SmackDown. Very true. Why did I do this? Because we're shaking things up. It's a superstar shake-up. We'll, we'll set things up perfectly, and then we'll shake them up and then forget Talk about them. Sounds familiar. And we'll get to that as well. Yes, last year it was a superstar fuck-up. Yep. Uh, it, it wasn't so much of a fuck-up this year, it's just a storyline fuck-up. Because they made the mistake of setting up all these new feuds like two weeks before the shake-up and then all, all of a sudden everything is all over the place. Yeah. Like, how, how many inter-promotional matches have we got now on Greatest Royal Rumble? we got IC title, we've got US title... Uh, tag team titles for Raw. Well, yeah, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> SmackDown is the SmackDown title. But yeah, the, yeah, now this is our own champion on Raw. There's one. Yeah. Jeff Hardy and Jinder Mahal. Yeah, so we got three inter-promotional matches. Shaking things up. We're co-branded again. We were originally co-branded, then we weren't co-branded, now we're co-branded again. And we're going to get into the predictions in just a moment, but this is my problem before we go to a break with inter-promotional championship matches 
if what? it's if it's into promotional championship matches, you kind of know who's going to win. That's why I look at the back out the backlash card, and you look at the five matches that they announced. Did you see the five matches that are announced on backlash yet? Uh, I noticed Joe and Roman. Okay. Uh, if that's the only one I can remember is that one so far. Okay, so it's Roman and Joe, Nia and Alexa in a rematch, Carmella and Charlotte in a rematch, Seth Rollins and The Miz for the Intercontinental title in a promotional, and Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. So that's the five matches so far announced for Backlash. What, why would they book Rollins and The Miz or, uh, already? Because Miz needs a rematch even though he's getting it in the ladder match. But, exactly. <laughs> but hey, one-on-one, man. Uh, okay. Right, let's go through a break, and then we'll get into the greatest Royal Rumble, which is this Friday from Saturday. If you didn't know, it's on Friday. <laughs> get down on Friday. Uh, so before we do go anywhere, remember the next time we bring you a trivia special will be the second anniversary of the Knowledge Championship as we present Trivia Takeover 3.0 Pick Your Poison on June 30th. Each participant in the trivia will get to choose the type of trivia in each round until only one knowledge champion remains. Um, we're also bringing back the special tradition of everybody on the show cutting a promo on a wrestler of their choice. Things could get interesting. And the first theme song for the show is Unstoppable by For The Fallen Dreams. You can check that out now on their new album, Six, which is available on iTunes and Spotify. We'll be right back after this. I don't believe that giants and ghouls and white walkers are lurking beyond the wall. My reign has just begun. Relive the story so far. From Zone Season 2, coming this summer from Danger Zone Productions. Boy, Chef. All right, so Chef, uh, besides the NXT tapings, he was also at the recent Impact tapings. Now, this is the same Impact tapings where we had a solid show redemption. Yes, there were botches. I don't know what the hell happened with the way they put that ring together, but there were botches. But the show was decent for redemption. I saw it Monday, the day after, because you know why? I'm not paying 40 bucks for an Impact pay-per-view. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I watch it for online for free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is the best policy. So <laughs> our, our boy chef and group member went to the show. He was not happy with how they put the thing because he's a Pentagon Junior fan like myself. And they put the belt on Aries. And I, he was not happy. But I think from what goes on with the future tapings, I'm not sure yet because not all the spoilers came out. There are some good to it. But after the Aries thing happened, he goes, I'm never coming back to this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you had like something special there where where pentagon jr is the impact and lucha underground champion which he is because june 13th lucha underground comes back to you know tv on the el Rey network the new season begins and you just have him drop it back to austin aries who also was not under contract and welcome back to the max wrestling podcast i mean let's be honest they they rented lucha underground for publicity, for redemption. Uh, 
and obviously because Lucha started in season four, so we should have known really they weren't going to keep the belt on Pentagon for long. And a lot of people were chanting Lucha at the thing because you know why? It's Lucha fucking underground, and nobody cares about fucking impact i'm sorry i know you everybody wants it to be so relevant and everybody was so happy at the friggin impact chat that i'm looking oh we converted a wwe fan because izzy was there and she was chanting on tessa blanchard hello she lives in florida she's a wrestling fan so of course she's gonna go to a wrestling show and support her favorite wrestlers. It doesn't matter that it's an Impact show or an NXT show. She's a wrestling fan. You've converted no one. Nobody gives a shit. Because if you look at Slammiversary, the way you go with it, if they're building towards a match like Congo Kong versus Johnny Impact, and no disrespect to Congo Kong because he's a professional and he's an awesome individual, but nobody gives a shit about Congo Kong that you're making him the new abyss. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You look at Slammiversaries from yesteryear and the matches and the people that you had on it, and then you look like you're going to do Johnny Impact versus Congo Kong. Like, are you fucking ribbing me right now? And, of course, they go back to Canada for Slammiversary because it's fucking Canada. And it's your goddamn headquarters. And you're in a 3,000-capacity nightclub slash concert hall, which that's nice. And I've seen the venue. It's very nice from what it looks like. It's, you know, it's nicely done. And I'm sure they can do whatever for that if you incorporate more Lucha Underground stars on it. Because let's be honest, Lucha Underground, I'm going to say it, and this may anger some people, but I really don't give a fuck. Impact is Lucha Underground's bitch. That's what they are. Because Lucha Underground is fucking Lucha Underground. It's a hot commodity, and it'll make you money. But no, because Impact Wrestling, who the fuck cares? So I saw a great tweet of um, a conversation between, an, well, an imaginary conversation between Impact and the general wrestling fan. It's like, please come back to us. No, you're TNA. But we changed your name to Impact. I don't care. You're still TNA. Redemption. <laughs> Pen, Pentagon's the new champion. Hmm. Okay. Now he's dropped it back to Aries. Fuck you. You're TNA. It's it's so TNA esque. Like I'm sorry. It's just. Oh my god, it's just like really just that that company is just so so fucking infuriating. And I like I guess that I do my show with my boys, you know, where we talk about it, but I'll be honest, I can't do that every week. I can't watch any I can't cover impact every week. I just can't do it. It makes my head hurt. It's annoying because you think that they try to do something solid and then you know what? They fucking ruin it. And then they put out a tweet. We presented 34 first-time-ever one-on-one matches on Impact so far this year. We're striving to give you the best show every week and give you something you haven't seen before. That's nice. That's nice. What do you think about that tweet, Daz? Bullshit. Thank you. Because NXT could make the same claim. And they're actually under contract. <sighs> I, I, that's all I could say. So they have a pay-per-view in April. I'm not paying 40 bucks. Like I said, I'll watch it the next day for free. Then July is Slammiversary, or as I like to call it. Oh, shit, we're still in business at Slammiversary on July 22nd. And, of course, they're going back to Canada because if they came, if they did another show in the U.S., they probably by themselves would not do well. And then they're partnering with some U.K. promotions later in the year, uh, which, okay, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, so uh, which other promotion are they going to rely on this time? <laughs> it's, it's like one of those like promotions. I don't know if it's Rev Pro or one of the UK promotions, but of course they're going to go because it's a UK promotion. All right. And you guys have some of the best athletes in the world. But yeah, that's who they're partnering up because if they are just by themselves. No, no, 
Not right. happening. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'll be honest with you. They have that show coming to the UK. Are you going to go to an Impact in UK show? No. Okay. Um, Ring of Honor has Honor United coming up in the UK. Are you going to go to that Ring of Honor show? That piques my interest more. Now, I did go to Maximum Impact every year for about four or five years, and then, of course, they stopped going over. So I think on principle now, it's just, no, fuck you. I'm not coming to your show. <sighs> then you look at Redemption, what they did. I'll be honest, the only match that was kind of meh was the fact that you had Taya Valkyrie fight Kiara Hogan, who, in case you don't know, was trained by Mr. Fucking Hughes. Shout out to Evan. Um, We're going to no, have to Kiera... start paying Evan every time we say Mr. Fucking Hughes. I know, but <laughs> it's just it's so awesome, and he's the man. Oh, shout out to Evan. But again, so Kiara Hogan, she has promise. You know, she works hard, but it just showed how fucking green she is next to Taya. And then you have Tessa Blanchard come out, because Tessa Blanchard is now on Impact, which I'm sure is not a long drive for her, because she lives in the Florida area, and her boyfriend is on NXT. Hello, Ricochet. And, I mean, so you, you go to Impact now, and, I mean, Tessa Blanchard is an asset wherever she goes, but I'm like, how long before she leaves? Yeah. So, I mean, it's great you got Tessa Blanchard. And Don Callis, so they had Don Callis on pay-per-view with Josh Matthews. So um, there was no Josh Matthews and Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay, you're not needed. Here comes Don Callis. So Don Callis, when Tessa Blanchard sits down, he goes, "Oh, Tessa, hi. I, I did I did I sign you last week? I forgot." And I'm like, <laughs> "Really, really, <laughs> like, just, just, I, I just want to shake people." So yeah, but that was the ridiculous thing. I wake up to, "Oh, Izzy's at the Impact Zone. We've converted a WWE fan." No, you haven't. No, no the fuck you haven't. Stop it. Just stop. Just fucking stop it. You guys are trying to be so relevant. <sighs> Again, and I admit it. Someone who criticizes, it was a solid show. But then you fuck it up. Just like you always do. Someone else you need to just stop? Who? Botch Steiner. All right. So Scott Steiner is your TNA, excuse me, Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champion with Eli Drake. You make fun of WWE fans. And wrestling fans in general for putting a title on a 10-year-old kid, which I even said to these people, he's going to lose. They're going to relinquish it the next day. And guess what happened? They relinquished it the next day. Yeah, yeah, the Scott, schedule conflicts. Yeah, he had to go back to the fourth grade. Goddamn. So um, Scott Steiner, who he looked okay in the match, but it was probably the world's slowest Frankensteiner watching him climb to the top rope and do to Frankensteiner at 55 years old, which was a cool visual, but it's just like, you put you the know, title on a guy. Go ahead, I'm sorry. There, there, I, there was one group or maybe a couple of people that were like, oh my God, Scott Steiner broke, up, broke out the Frankenstein for the first time in years and he's how old is he? He landed on his fucking head. It was what I like to call the gingerly Frankensteiner. <laughs> like Randy Savage had the gingerly knee, Scott Steiner had the gingerly Frankensteiner. You, you remember when John Cena powerbombed himself? Yeah. Exactly the same. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, just, yeah, Scott Steiner is your Impact Tag Champ. That's great. And Eli Drake signed a two-month extension, which means probably after that two months, he'll have enough. Wow, only two months. Only two months. He signed a two-month extension. Wow. And Winter's back. Brock Lesnar just signed, like, a two-pay-per-view extension, but he's getting, like, 600 stupid grand a, a match. And Winter's back for Impact. I mean, I like Katie Lee Burchell. I think she's amazing, but... If, if spoilers are true, and you put her with Grado, and I'm like... 
God. Why? I mean, credit Why? where it's due. She made a bigger name for herself in Impact back when it was back in its glory days than WWE did. But yeah, when she was the female Ultimate Warrior, Angelina Love, when she could only see Winter in the Mirror. Yes, correct. Yeah, she so. turned Angelina Love into a zombie. And turned uh, a zombie lesbian, my friend. We were lovers and, and a lot for a, from a long time ago. <laughs> Don't forget about that. They were they were lovers. But even that was good impact. <laughs> like, and what do you have now? You got KM, who fucking like you tried to make him like a main eventer with this American Top Team thing, which by the way is no longer there, because yeah, oh, whatever. So, <laughs> like, they did that. Now he's back to being a comedy character, fat-shaming Dick Justice, who, why he's on the roster, I have no idea. Why are half the people they have there? You lose a lot of people, but you keep people like fucking Dick Justice, who I don't get. So they do a fat-shaming thing with him, and follow ba 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 and Tyrus comes out, but, oh, wait, Tyrus left. You know why? Because he had enough. Again. 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 So, because we didn't agree creatively. Yeah, because, you know why? Tyrus wanted to do something, like, serious, and you made him do a fat-shaming gimmick. Oh, and they'll be like, oh, but Nia Jax, they did it on WWE. I'm like, well, okay, but that's Nia Jax. It's it's Nia Jax. Who you're doing with this is, like, Dick Justice. Who who cares? Who fucking cares? I'm sorry. And I know some somebody's probably a Dick Justice fan, but, like... You can't compare Nia Jax and Dick Justice. No, like, I mean, for starters, big male wrestlers is not a new thing. It's not. It's really whatsoever. not. It's and not. even though we've seen it before in WWE, we haven't seen it that often. No. It is kind of relatively new to see somebody like Nia Jax at her size be as That's... successful as she is. They're the only one who announced her weight. She's the only one that gets her weight announced. Yeah, the only other woman I can remember was... Awesome Kong! Yeah. Maybe like, maybe China, I can't remember. Maybe, no, China did not get... No. Yeah, yeah. yeah Awesome but, Kong. That, that, like, uh, I mean, it's great to see Winner, but they're like they're acting like she's back. I mean, she's probably just back at the tapings and she's going to leave. Probably right after just that. Just like everybody else. Yeah, and then I see these new people because it leaked out. It's <laughs> coming back. Uh, Rebel is back, which I like Rebel. I got no problem with Rebel. Yeah. Uh, who else? Oh, fucking uh, Madison Rain, which, of course, because look who she's married to. Um, I still don't understand that. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, Rebel, Madison Rain, um, they, they got Scarlet Bordeaux, who, well, oh, don't yeah. don't say who, because you'll laugh at when I say this. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, she's in Women of Honor. She was in Ring of Honor, and the last time we actually saw her on TV was the WWE in 2016. Because remember when they were having Braun, like, squash Ellsworth and all these J-Brones, and they did the same thing with Nia Jax? Yeah. She was one of the girls that got squashed by Nia Jax. So that's yeah, the last I, time. Yeah, I remember that match. Yeah. That was the last time we saw Scarlet Bordeaux. So, yeah, so they got Scarlet Bordeaux there. Um, Sue Young is now the new Knockouts champion, which, okay, that's cool. And it looks like they're going to do a Rosemary feud with her. So. See, this is the problem. You just had a live pay-per-view, and you decide to change all the championships at the like two days later on the pre-tapings, so the so pre- so it can all get thrown out there in spoilers. Like why? I, why do you, yes. this is why people laugh at you, Impact? And Sue Young has the Undead Brides now, which is pretty cool. So I mean, all right, I mean I get it, but like I said, I I, I tried not to hate too much on the show because it was solid, but then they like I said they fuck it up with the tapings. They just they yeah. just fuck it up. And uh, new new championship belts again, just just because you know, we can. just because I can. But 
It's like the third time they've changed the belts in like two years. Is there any wonder they're hemorrhaging money? I'm just like, you change the belts, which that's great. It's like when they like were flip-flopping. Oh, let's have the six-sided ring. Oh, let's have the four-sided ring. Oh, let's have the six-sided ring. Oh, let's go back to the four-sided ring. Oh, we got the six-sided ring back. Like, and you're talking about these partnerships with like AAA and Noah. Yes, Ishimori wrestled at Redemption, but how long before Ishimori leaves? And he's like the only one you have from Noah right now. Then you talk about AAA, El Hijo del Fantasma. Fantasma, a.k.a. King Cuerno. And where does King Cuerno wrestle? Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage, Lucha, Lucha Underground. Underground. Johnny Impact, Taya Valkyrie, Lucha Underground. And who left Lucha Underground? Jack Evans uh, and Helico, who would be an asset to the X Division. Jack Evans, if he goes to Impact, whatever. But personally, if I was Jack Evans, he was also named in a certain company by the name of Ring of Honor, which these Impact fans like to forget that these people also wrestled in Ring of Honor and had great, you know, feuds and matchups in Ring of Honor. So I can see Jack Evans going back to Ring of Honor. And then news breaks that Rich Swan was backstage, which... The last time we heard about Rich Swan, he got into a domestic dispute with his wife, Sue Young, which where does she work? Impact Wrestling. And I'm like, I'm sure that they resolve their issues, but hello. It's a conspiracy. It's all that mind control. <laughs> so yeah, Rich Swan could possibly be impact bound. And yeah. then apparently they're trying to keep Neville over at WWE and all these Impact fans want Neville and Impact Wrestling and having a few with Austin Aries because they can, you know, continue the rivalry in Impact Wrestling, which if I was Neville, I would just go to New Japan and wrestle in the junior division, wrestle guys like Will Ospreay. But if Neville wants to go there, that's his business. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of a dick move. WWE won't release him from his contract. They're making him wait it out. Um... I mean, obviously, the guy just wants to wrestle. And the last thing I'll say about that is, all right, people talking about Free Enzo and WWE fired him when he was wrongfully, uh, you know, he, he's been cleared of everything and blah, 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 blah. Don't put that man in Impact Wrestling. Just don't. No. He, he should just not go anywhere. Go ahead. I'm sure Butcher set the record straight last week, but let's just set the record straight again. He didn't get fired because he was being investigated. That's what he got suspended for. He got fired because he didn't tell them he was being investigated until yep. it became public. And also, it gives them an excuse to fire him. You know why? Because he's a dickwad. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking dickwad. Like, he's a detriment to your company. You just lost Paros. You knew what you were getting when you signed Paros. So don't give me this pet crap about Paige and all this and all that. He's a fucking detriment to himself, too. He's a hothead. He's a PR nightmare. Enzo, who's also a dickwad, is a PR nightmare. Do not sign these people. No. Just, just don't do it. Just let Impact pick him up. They can deal with him. They can deal with him. They'll probably make him the X Division champion as soon as he comes in the fucking door, but hey. Uh, what's his name going to be? Well, his real name is Eric something. Yeah. Oh, it's Eric Amore. Instead of Amore, it's Eric Amore. Eric, my love. That's Amore. Instead of Amore, that's Amore. Lamborghini Amore. Lamborghini Amore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but who cares? That guy's twat. Or he could just be Amore. And then I... he could come out to Dean Martin. When the moon hits your eye like a, yeah. like a big pizza pie, that's Amore. I ain't Italian, but I got some salami. I was just down at the butcher shop. <laughs> Had the cold cuts. Got them ready. Want some problems? You prosciutto cheese, eh? Hey, go to the butcher shop. 
Well, Mamma Mia, Tutti Frutti, I put the pizza in the oven. I put the little pepperoni on it. I'm with my belly. He's Luigi. Why don't you just call me Mario? Yes. Um, on second thoughts, if Enzo gets picked up, maybe it's not a good idea to make penis jokes. Well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there we go. We've had, we've had enough of impact now. I've had enough. Uh, yes, they redeemed themselves, then they fucked it up. So, yeah, there you go. Now, on to the greatest Royal Rumble, which is this Friday. Yep. Uh, not don't know if you were aware or not, but it's this Friday. It's on Friday. It's Get today. Friday. It's today. We're all working for the weekend. That's, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, speaking, I like that tweet of yours, Rebecca Black. Like, uh, how many times are we going to mention Friday? Oh, my God. Every two minutes, Michael Cole was saying Friday. Somebody please do a remix of the Rebecca Black song with Michael Cole's going, Friday. First of all, the last time Rebecca Black was mentioned on WWE, I think was WrestleMania 20, was it 8, I think, or something like that, because Zack Ryder was on that talent show with Snoop Dogg and uh, everybody, and he started singing Friday by Rebecca Black when that song was actually popular. Unfortunately. How it became it became popular for, very, for the for wrong very reasons. For very reasons and the wrong reasons. <laughs> The guy that friggin' did that song with Rebecca Black Friday, the guy who produced it, also produced that chick, Allison Gold, who was like the same, who was the same age as Rebecca Black, and she had this thing on YouTube. Her song was called Chinese Food, and she was talking about how she loves Chow, Mang, 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 and it was one of the most annoying things. I'm just, it's shit that gets over, man. It was just such horseshit. But anyway, let's just get to the Grace Royal Rumble, because I'm going to get mad again. Yeah, viral stupidity somehow manages to get viral, such as Scott Steiner's math. But anyway. The Ric Flair drip, man. The Ric Flair drip. People love it. I I don't get it. I was laughing at Ric Flair doing it. He was just coming out strutting and just Ric Flair drip. Woo! Ric Flair drip. Woo! So I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I think it would have been better if it was more of an upbeat song, but it's just kind of like, it, it's, it's almost depressing. It is. Ric Flair drip. Woo! Flair drip. Woo! Oh. All right, so uh, greatest Royal Rumble. Which, first of all, can we just say they have frigging couches to sit on? Do they really? There's there's seats in the ring. Well, maybe not in the, up in the stands, but the floor seats are couches. No. They they are watching this event in comfort. <laughs> They're, they're, they're also only sixty dollars American for those seats. Mm. Oh, <laughs> wait, hold on. So, for us in the U.S., we get it at twelve, and the pre-show starts at eleven. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I can watch the, No, no, I can't watch the pre-show. I'll be leaving then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the pre-show for you would start at four, but you'll be going to work. Ah. All right. So ten matches. Uh, where should we kick it off? Jeff, well, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal. Let's kick it off for that one. All right. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Well, did you see the latest matchup that they announced due to Two Hundred Five Live? Oh, Cedric and Kalisto. Yeah, Kalisto wins the gauntlet, and Cedric and Kalisto. But we'll get to that. Let's start with Jeff and Jinder. So uh, here's what I think. Of... Go God, on. I'm sorry. All right. So Jeff and Jinder. Here's my theory. You're overseas. Jinder Mahal. He's the modern day Maharaja. I'd have Jinder win it back here, and then Jeff wins it back at Backlash. I think that they're going to play hot potato with it. Mm. And uh, I was just thinking, I can't see them changing any titles if they're interpromotional. Because 
again, that would just fuck things up. Just like when Jeff actually won the title and then at the, for the time being, both championships were on Raw. But, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely see Jeff retaining. Okay, so we'll differ on this, and I'll say Jinder regains, and um, Jeff wins a backup backlash. So we can play hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. I mean, it could work like that. I mean, backlash and the Rumble are only a week apart. Yeah, a week or two apart. <clears throat> um, yeah, so let's go to the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, I see Cedric retaining as well. Okay. Only because he's only just won it, and <clears throat> Kalisto is kind of there, but you forget he's there most of the time. All right. So, yes, I'm going to also pick Cedric Alexander to retain because the matchup at Backlash will probably be Cedric Alexander, and if he can make weight, which I'm sure he will, will be Cedric and Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Cedric. That's the only title, by the way, I think is going to change. Because I know you said you don't think any titles are going to change hands. I'm telling you right now, I think the only one that will change hands is Jinder because Jinder is, you know, he's beloved all over the world. He's the modern-day Maharaja. You know, bow down. It's Jinder. Don't hinder Jinder. So, yeah. But yeah, gender gender to regain, uh, Cedric to retain. So yeah, and you know why? Because it's yeah. the dream, and I won't let go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> on to another championship. Let's do the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. We can we can predict this one more because it's on. They're both on the same show. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos. Come on. <sighs> It's got to be the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a broken record again. I think they're retaining. <laughs> Unless Naomi distracts them with their ass. I would just like to say, as far as Naomi goes, her, mil- her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Definitely Nuff brings st- Luke Harper to the yard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, like, let me try and find a championship that could change hands in my opinion uh <laughs> oh intercontinental i think could have a chance of changing hands maybe either finn balor or joe but i don't see miz winning it unless of course they do do a switch and gender wins the u.s title and then miz wins the icy title that i'd be happy with you see all right joe i don't think I think all right. Well, we'll we'll get to Brock and Roman. I'll get my we'll give our thoughts there. But as far as this one goes, I'm going to say Seth retains. Uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record too, but I'm going to say <laughs> Seth retains. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to the latter match, but I, I'm going to say Seth retains. I don't see Balor winning because I don't know, but I don't know what they're doing with Finn. No, uh, Joe Finn has lost his boys and he's back in obscurity know, again. Uh, Joe mm, could be, but yeah, I'm going to go Seth. <clears throat> And this is going to be <clears throat> sound almost controversial, but I can't really see Finn Balor, who's suddenly representing the LGBTQT community, winning a championship in Saudi Arabia. Well, no, you see, no. All right, I'm going to try to put this nicely. Uh, that's not necessarily controversial. It's just the way things are in Saudi Arabia. There's also why there's no women on this show. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Which is unfortunate, and Triple H talked about, you know, hopefully that we can make a change, and you know how they're, they're thinking, and maybe it'll be revolutionary like they did it with, um, uh, was it Dubai or Abu Dhabi? Yeah, where they Abu Dhabi. Alexa. Abu Dhabi, thank you, where Alexa and Sasha 
wrestled, so maybe we can hopefully see a change. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not as pissed off as a lot of people are about the whole no women on the show thing because obviously I have to understand it's how the country runs, um, but they are make making changes over there, and mm-hmm. Triple H has said that they they got like a ten year contract, so you know you got to think long term. Maybe in a couple of years we'll finally get women on the show. It's a way of helping out WWE and a way of changing the way things go over there. Agreed, man. I mean, that's really all you could say. It just, you know, it's just the way the world is, man. Unfortunately, how it is in Saudi Arabia. But yeah, I'm just all about equality, and I know you agree with Triple H sentiments. So yeah, let's just see how everything unfolds for the future. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, John Cena, Triple H, which is kind of random, but it's a rematch which is what, 11 years in the making. Well, they haven't had, like, a singles match, I think they said, since, like, 2010. Oh. So, yeah, so it's got to be, like, 8, 9, oh, 09. To, yeah, yeah it's got to be, like, 8 years. I was thinking WrestleMania 22, but um, I forgot they wrestled since then. Well, um, yeah, WrestleMania 24, uh, Raw, <laughs> Vengeance 08, like, and few on between. But, yeah, like, 09 and 10, so, yeah, about 8 or 9 years. See, everything between... Uh, 2007, 2011 is kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, my friend. As um, far as who wins, I gotta do it. You know I gotta do it. I would say uh, John Cena. Well, you know why he's gotta win, right? Oh, well, I'm sure he's got millions of Saudi Ar- Ar- Arabia fans. No, that's not why. <laughs> okay, why? Well, you know something, Jack. I I got a rebound from losing to The Undertaker. I was very happy. Give me a tombstone, damn it. The Undertaker gave me a tombstone. I lost in two minutes. I got to get a rebound, Jack. I'm the underdog, Jack. Even though I've been the champion for 20 million times, Jack, I'm still the underdog, Jack. Saudi Arabia, yeah, my time is now. I want to see him have a stare down and Triple H flash his wedding ring and see in his face. Oh! <laughs> you want to talk about heat, man. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, after that whole thing, I'm kind of lost a little something-something for John Cena. I I really, that pissed me off. He left on for a year. There was no reason for the Miz to lose. And I I feel bad that I was the only one last year that picked it, because I knew. I knew it was going to happen. And then what happens a year later? They break up. God damn it, John. Damn you, John. Friggin', oh, Nikki, I love you. No, I really don't. But, okay. John Cena's ruined a WrestleMania moment that we never wanted in the first place. <laughs> what the hell was the point, man? You just let... It... You know what that was? That was for Total Divas, all right? And we're yeah. going to see the breakup on Total Divas, too. So that's just spiffy, isn't it? You fuck. And somebody shared a rumor that they may even be getting back together. I'm like, anything for fucking Total Bellas, right? Of course. Of course. Nikki, I love you. Let's sit down like aristocrats and eat in our suits. Now sign this contract before we speak. Yes, yeah, just sign the contract, Nikki. Just just sign the contract. <laughs> he pumps off like such a <laughs> one punch. Alright, now I'm, I'm going to get mad again. But yeah, John Cena beats Triple H. Next. Next. Uh, well, I think we know how this one's going to go, but Undertaker and Rusev in the casket match. Bury me slowly, brother. I'm picking the Undertaker. Bury me slowly with his song. Bury me softly. The Undertaker is beating Rusev. He will not watch you. 
he will be resting in peace, Machka. It's it's a difficult one, this because um, on one side we're happy Rusev has got put back in the match and he's got a, a match against a big opponent like the Undertaker, but on the other hand, you know he's going to lose. <sighs> Rusev, rest in peace. <laughs> oh, poor Rusev. And I like Rusev. That's I what love I'm Rusev. I've always loved Rusev. And all right, some people may not be a fan of Rusev Day, but even just him as a badass, I always think he's awesome. Lana annoys the living crap out of me. <laughs> she just does. Um, I'm, I'm just. She does. I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I just don't like Lana. I think the best thing that really won me over Carmella is. So on Total Divas, Lana thought like Carmella was talking shit about her, and Carmella just like got in her face. She said, "If I was talking shit about you, which I didn't, I would say it to your face." So watching Carmella wanted to lay the smack it down on Lana's Rudy Poo candy ass made me like her even more because Lana comes off like such a such a biatch, and like Rusev buys a car, the man's enjoying a car, and you like, oh, "What are you doing? You're buying a car before the wedding, and we're gonna have the wedding, and it's a certain wedding." Shut the fuck up. Let the man enjoy himself. It's Rusev Day. It's, it's Rusev Day. Like, just stop. I mean, if he's got the money, what's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> the man wanted a nice car. All right? Leave him alone. Like, the man didn't do nothing. All he did is love you and stick up for you, and you want to just be a friggin' dude to do Yeah. I mean, they still had free weddings. Stop. <laughs> who wants a circus wedding? I go to my wedding and I freaking smell elephant dookie. Like, what the fuck? I don't want to ride the goddamn elephant. I just want to sit and have a nice time. And get drunk. And get, yeah. Well, not me, because I'm straight edge. But hey, whoever wants to get drunk, great. Just fucking ride the elephant. Fuck you. All right, move. So I'm going to say Undertaker. Beats Rusev. Yes. Come on, Rusev, and I hate, I hate you, Lana. Okay, first of all. I have a new respect for Eva Marie, and I used to hate Eva Marie, obviously, for what she said about the whole thing on, you know, what what happened there. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I have a new respect for Eva Marie, but I still hate Lana. Fucking <laughs> Lana. You know, the whole um, Lana being on Total Divas thing is what ruined Lana. Oh because, obviously, she speaks in a normal accent, which is fine, because not necessarily everybody watches Total Divas, but then they start putting promos for it on Raw, and you clearly hear Lana talking in an American accent, and she's supposed to be fucking Russian. You know what else did it in for me, too? So the girls are having vacation, and Renee Young is just trying to have a good time. You know, they're on vacation. They're in the pool, like you're supposed to do on vacation. Have yeah. a good time. You know, it, you know, have fun. And Lana wants to call the cops on their fun, because Lana wants to sleep. Wow. I mean, I understand if you want to sleep, but it's like, you're on vacation too. You know what I'm saying? You know you know what I'm saying, Daz? Like, you're on vacation, you want to relax, you want to unwind, and you want to ruin the fun and be a party pooper. She was a lemon. Yeah. If she wanted to sleep, all she had to do was watch Raw with earphones in. That is also a great, you know, counterpoint and alternative to sleep, so yes. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, we got three championship matches left and the 15-man Rumble match. So, Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, the the leaders of Worlds. So the leader of Worlds. Versus the Bar. I'm going to just say it. Cesaro and Sheamus are going to be deleted because they're going off the SmackDown. So, yeah. my pick is Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. And you know why? Run. 
And you know why else? Because it's wonderful. Because it's wonderful! And I really, really hope we see Bo and Axel. Put them in the broken universe, brother Bo. I knew brother you'd come. Curtis, I knew you'd come. <laughs> oh. Welcome, son of perfect. Welcome. I believe. I don't know. I tried to think something for Bo Dallas. What would Bo Dallas be? The Dallas of Bo? Like, what do you call him? Uh, believer of Bo's. I like it. I like it. That's right. Okay. All right. Believer of Bose and the son of perfect. Yes. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Same for me. Deleters of Worlds. Um, obviously, keep the titles on Raw. I'm going to say Cesaro does like a feat of strength or something. And Matt just goes, stop. That was wonderful. <laughs> everybody in Saudi Arabia just starts clapping. I can see it now. <laughs> Matt sends to the crowd, people on couches. People on couches. How is that, man? You guys get it so comfortable over there, and we got to sit on chairs and freaking try to like wedge and try not to sit on top of people. And y'all get to sit on couches. Yeah, how do you think people feel at WrestleMania when they got a fucking seven-hour show and they're stuck on a steel chair? Oh, I felt so bad for my dude. My dude Carl went to WrestleMania 29 in in New York, New Jersey. That was the one where it rained for like a while, oh, and he had to no. sit on the rain. This is the problem with open air arenas, stadiums, yeah. stadiums, whatever. Yeah. I mean, at least the ring's covered. But what about yeah, your fucking 70,000 fans? It's just no fucks given, man. <laughs> um, Maybe keep the open air stadiums for summer. I don't know. You know, when it's sunny. Yep, duh. Unless, of course, you're in the UK. <laughs> okay. Uh WWE Championship, AJ and Nakamura. Normally, I would have said Nakamura wins, but I kind of think AJ wins again and we keep the feud going. Yep, and I believe it'll go to Backlash. So that's where I'm going with Styles. I think they'll have a great match. Excuse me, but overall, Nakamura. No speak English. Uh, stop hitting the man in the balls. Yeah, like... All right. I mean, I, I, and he has such satisfaction when he does it. He does good vibrations after he hits you in the nuts. Like, oh, oh, I hit you in the nuts. Which he, it's just he's so awesome at what he does. I think Nakamura as a heel. You know, people were just like, oh, what, what's going on? Are you really had to have Nakamura as a heel? He's been a freaking great heel. No speak English. I'm very sorry for what I did to AJ Styles. I mean, just not answering nobody. Just comes out, why'd you do this? Because I'm fucking Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, dur. I do what I want. I'll uh, fucking Nakamura. I, it's kind of a shame that um, Nakamura had to come in as a face, obviously, because he was so popular and so well-known. I think if he'd have come in as a heel, people would have really grown to him very quickly. Yeah. Uh, because he, he did struggle when he came onto the main roster. Well, yeah, the, having him have a competitive match with Dolph instead of just having it be like a squash, it's like, okay... That's like what they did with Asuka and Emma. No disrespect to Emma, but Emma was being used like a like an like enhancement talent, like a jobber, and you have Asuka have a competitive match with her. Yeah, and then they did they they did the whole Booker T Triple H thing where there's a whole racial build up, and then he loses anyway. Don't get me started. <laughs> I freaking hated that time period. Just goddamn, that was so ridiculous, and just the booking sense of it. Nah, 
And, and the whole thing with, yeah, Nakamura, Jinder Mahal is being all racist towards him, and then friggin' Mahal gets the win. And then you hardly see Nakamura do dick for a while. Then he wins the Royal Rumble. Then we get the thing with Styles, which was just a setup to him turning heel, which was awesome. And I think we're going to see a lot of great stuff with them. I think that they're going to kick ass in Saudi Arabia. Obviously, you keep AJ as the champion. They have another match at Backlash. You can even, like, have the blow-off be at SummerSlam. But you have great oomph and great, you know, stuff behind this feud, man. Yeah, I really hope they can keep it going to SummerSlam. I think it would. I think we're going to get that Daniel Bryan-Miz blow-off after Daniel Bryan goes through Big Cass. At least I hope. Because Big Cass, I think, I mean, you think he still, he still has work. But I think they're going to invest in him. So we shall see. Yeah, I, when Big Cass was cutting his promo this past week, I really could see them putting the championship on him somewhere oh. in the future. Well, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, he's got the whole heel attitude, the suit, the belt. It would work. It would. Um, Universal Championship in a cage. Oh, God. Now, again, I'm in two minds with this one, like I am with AJ and Nakamura. Normally, I would have said Roman finally wins, but we're not entirely sure how long Brock's going to stick around. If, if it's a two-pay-per-view deal, that could be this pay-per-view and then any other pay-per-view down the line. You know what? I was originally going to say it's going to be Roman and Joe for the Universal title. Yeah. But I don't think that's where they're going. I was originally going to pick Roman, too, and I hope he wins, but um, I'm just going to say Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I would be least surprised if Brock retains again. Um, maybe, maybe the maybe rumors are true and they are starting to give up. Not, well, not necessarily give up, but slow down on Roman. I can see like Brock go through Roman here, and Joe's been like cocky and talking about, oh, that's what's going to happen. You know, you're just going to lose. You're just going to lose, and then Roman goes and beats Joe at Backlash. Yeah. I mean, that's an early prediction, but who knows. But, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar as much as I want it to be Roman Reigns. Yeah, that would be the bounce back. Another loss to Brock and then just blitz through Samoa Joe. Which, Un- unfortunate for Joe, of course. Which I think Joe will have a fine career on SmackDown. I mean, he killed Sin Cara, which, hey, it's nice to see you still work here, Sin Cara. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think Joe will be fine wherever he is on SmackDown. I think him... And AJ Styles will have a great feud. I think him and Daniel Bryan would have a great feud. I think it'll just be the ROH World Tour with Samoa Joe on yeah. SmackDown. Um, okay, so on to what we're assuming is the main event, which is probably going to be like a two-hour-long match. Oh, my God. The match is going to be like an hour and a half plus entrances and freaking, oh, here's the Saudi Arabian guy. Oh, here's this guy. Oh, here's that guy. And freaking just... One-minute entrances and intervals, and it's just going to be, like, one of the longest clusterfuck matchups ever. Yeah, so all the GMs and commissioners are on the show, apart from Paige, of course. Well, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Who's in this? Okay, so you know who's in officially announced for this thing right now? Yeah, there's the... Uh, so we were saying the commissioner's GMs is Shane McMahon, it's Kurt Angle, uh, this yep. former GM, Daniel Bryan, he was the first one announced. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. But, well, they just added new ones. Yeah, I just saw the new one, which is Mark Henry. What? Good for Mark Henry. Oh, great. Oh, my God. The great colleagues in the match. <laughs> oh, uh, Rey Mysterio, which is cool. Jericho. Oh, your boy Mojo Riley's in the match. Just get rid of him first. Get, get him out of there. Get, just get Mojo right. out of there. Uh, I hope yeah. they boo him. Uh, they, of course. He sucks. I hope they hate him as much over there as I do. I think it's a good people who they have in here, except for Mojo and... Oh, Sin Cara's in the match. Hi, Sin Cara. How you doing? <laughs> uh, 
Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Oh god, they put, uh, you, really? You, you put Shane McMahon in the battle royal. I know you mentioned it, but really, you put Shane McMahon in there. What's he gonna do? Shadow box and shadow dance with everybody? <laughs> like, 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 come on, man. But why is he in a battle royal? I thought he had a freaking hernia. Yeah, what happened with the hernia there? What is it, freaking? Because his last name is McMahon, he could just bounce back like that. I mean, I know he wrestled at Mania, but that was a tag match. Yeah, I'm like, ah. Uh, uh, who else is in here? Okay, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you can so, tell us to tell who some of the favorites are. Yeah, half of the announcement, half of the entrants have been announced, so we've got plenty of surprises to come. Fucking great colleagues in a battle Kane Kane was removed. I'm not, I'm not sure why. I, I get it because it's India with the great colleague, but I think this will probably be like he, like he showed up at the Punjabi prison for his one time. I think this will also be his one time. Oh, yeah, that one time he turned up in a Punjabi prison and it went nowhere. You, you just have the great Kali help him. You didn't, like, lead to a match with Orton or do, like, a blow-off of that. You just had Kali come in and, oh, Kali, it's nice to see you. And, then, and, and he's gone. And he's gone. I mean, they it's barely kind of, even mentioned it afterwards. I know, it's kind of like a revolving door. Hmm. Anyway, uh, as far like, as... As soon as Kali left and the show ended, Will Smith came up with his neuralizer, Flash... Memory erased. What, what, what happened? Here come the men in black, Galaxy Defenders. <laughs> man. Hey, as far as this greatest Royal Rumble goes, as far as my pick, you know, i got to go Braun, man. I'm going to go Braun. Uh, Braun would be my favorite to win, but I don't know. Maybe... Oh, my God. Daniel Bryan would be a dark horse. No, I could see what they could do. If it's international, uh, God, if they have the great Kali win this Royal Rumble. Oh, for the love of God, please. Please, no. <laughs> please don't do it. But my pick is going to be Braun Strowman. Are you going to stick with Braun or are you going to go with Dana Bryan? Please, Jesus, Jehovah, and Allah, don't give it to the great Kali. Please do not give it to the great Kali. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think Daniel Bryan's my strong pick. Um, maybe... Uh, Real left field, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. It really is anybody's ball game. This one. God, if you give it to the Lone Wolf, that that would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna stick with Braun. You know why? Because they're gonna get these hands. By the way, fuck you, Dave Meltzer. Talk about oh, Braun Strowman's get these hands is lame. You're lame. Shut the fuck up. Meltzer, everything you say is fucking lame. Just, just shut the fuck up, Dave. It's it's so lame that it's selling so many friggin' t-shirts. Look at Dave Meltzer. What fucking a fucking idiot. Get these, get these hands, it's lame. It's not like everybody chants it and chants brawn every time he comes out, you fucking twat. God damn. See, I'm, I'm angry today now. That there's A lot of things just making me angry. Friggin' that friggin' the impact, friggin' just Meltzer. And Ryan Satin hasn't done anything stupid yet, so I'm sure Ryan Satin will get me angry this week, so we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. So, there I'm we going go. I'm going, I'm going with Braun. It has to be Braun. But it probably won't be, because, you know why? Because, 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 I don't know. But it politics. probably won't be. It, it's politics. It, it's politics. But I swear to God, WWE, if you put that, if you give that goddamn trophy to the great colleague, that will be so goddamn mad. Like, I don't get that mad at wrestling, but I will get really that mad if they give the, that trophy to the great fucking Kali. Or Mojo. Or, oh, yeah. Please, please, please no. Please um, no. 
So there's all the greatest Royal Rumble there. One quick thing before we go, um, that popped up this week, uh, actually this morning at the time of recording, was uh, the summit with the business partners at WWE do. Triple H um, had a little presentation and he was talking about NXT expanding, pretty much like the old territory days where he wants to set up sort of NXT bases around the world. You know what? I like that. Expansion. You can tell just Triple H has a mind for it. NXT is his baby, and I think he's going to excel whatever he does and puts into that brand. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we are fans of all wrestling. We like WWE, New Japan. Um, but you can just imagine all the anti-WWE crowd or indie guys just going, Oh, here we go again. WWE monopolizing the wrestling world. It's not a bad thing if they're given. Um, not necessarily well-known wrestlers a platform to perform in front of a bigger audience to earn more money. It's a it's a good thing. It is. <sighs> but yeah, I'm I'm all for that. I think, like I said, it's just it's gonna excel. It's NXT, man. It's NXT. They have plans for that, and I think they're coming back to the United Kingdom. Are you gonna go to the NXT show? I would love to. Okay. Absolutely love to. Um, Coming back, it was a warp tour, like summer, right? Yeah, I mean, if I had the money, I would go. I mean, I, I would go to download, because then you've got then you've got metal plus NXT. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking the warp tour. I meant the download festival. <laughs> For some reason, the warp tour came to my yes, the download festival. You're right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sure they're coming back in November sometime as well. Uh, obviously, we've got the. The uh, the England show's coming up in a couple of weeks for Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I think one's in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, um, obviously I'm not going to them because I don't have the money. Uh, but yeah, I, if I had a choice, I would definitely go to NXT over Raw or SmackDown. You know what? And that's the thing to say, man, because... It's just it's NXT. I know they're coming back to the Barclays again because SummerSlam, I think, is coming back to the Barclays real soon, which that's cool. And I think Triple H announced that they're going to do, like, more conference calls because, you know, they have, like, the conference calls, like, right before NXT yeah. and they take the questions and shit. I think yeah. he's going to be doing more after NXT. Yeah, cool. Which I'm like, that's cool. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. But it's like, all right. So, I mean, yeah. oh, did you hear Zack Ryder got injured? Yep. Okay, you so. You know it. Put- so he put out a tweet. So he wrestled Mike Kanellis, who, hi, Mike Kanellis. I'm burning up with your love. And probably one of my favorite theme songs. Uh, he wrote out on Twitter, got some good news this morning. MCL, ACL, calf muscle strains, nothing completely torn. No surgery will be needed. Thanks to everyone who reached out. It's time for Raw to get zacked. Oh, so he, he's only like a minor injury. Yeah. And then the, um, another spoiler alert. Um... Aerostar, who was a Lucha Underground talent and wrestled at, um, you know, the Redemption show. Excuse me, I had a, I had a brain fart there. So what happened was <laughs> Aerostar, it came out that he was banged up when he was uh, too close to the corner when Andrew Everett performed a, performed a 450 splash off the top rope. Everett ended up coming down hard and drilled Aerostar in the midsection, completely knocking the wind out of him. Uh, PW Insider was told it was a scary scene live, and the crowd was... 
very quiet, realizing something went wrong. We were told by sources that there was concern. Aerostar had broken his ribs initially. Uh, he was down on the mat for a long time as officials checked on him and Ty Valkyrie, who speaks Spanish, and hello, Lucha Underground, and Mexico, uh, translated for him. But Aerostar was finally walked out with the help of others. The last thing we heard, Aerostar had not gone to the hospital to be checked out, but was believed to have been okay, although he was said to be extremely sore. Hmm. So, yeah, that happened. All right. So, so it was a couple of injuries this past week. Yeah. And then do you want me to give the other spoiler? Uh, is it a WWE spoiler? Well, that was the that was the Impact and WWE spoiler that I gave about Zack Ryder. Yeah. But we have another return to another company, and that is Eddie Kingston is back in Impact Wrestling. Oh, again. So they did this whole thing like the king, the king uh, at um, Redemption, right? Who's the king of... Um, you know, um, uh, LAX, because I think they took out Conan, because Conan, you know, I don't know, something happened with Conan, but, you know, Conan. I think it's actually real life, too, because I think he had to go for surgery again, so something to do with Conan. So Conan got taken out, and um, Eddie Kingston is now with LAX. Hmm. Which, that's cool, because I like Eddie Kingston. I think he's an incredible talent. Um, The first time, I think he got shafted, because they put him with the DCC. Yeah. Um, And that went nowhere. Uh, and James Storm is no longer there. Um, who well, else was in? Well, I mean, Brad it went, it went nowhere because they fucked over Billy Corbin. That too, but I'm just saying, it's just, ugh. I like Eddie Kingston. I want to see him succeed. I think he's incredible at what he does. I think he's an asset wherever, but it's just, it's just, when I think of Impact, it just, it just gives it's sort of taste, and that's the last thing I'll say about it, but yeah, those are the spoilers. Zack Ryder, which I'm glad he is, you know, he just came back from him. You know, injury too. So it's glad that you know nothing's torn, and I hope Aristar's okay. I mean, you don't want to see that. No. Uh, and you mentioned James Storm. I think we're just counting the days now until he pops back up in WWE. Obviously, he was backstage at Raw a couple of weeks ago. And I get to hear that awesome theme song again. Never said a word to do a man's job. To do a man's job. Well, I mean, I'd be happy if they got the rights to Johnny Cash song. I would too, but yeah, sooner or later, God'll cut you down. Uh, good times, man. But yeah, that that I, you see, you bring up Johnny Cash. It also also makes me think of "Ain't No Grave Can Hold My Body." Yeah, yeah. I remember Did last I, last year, yeah. Johnny Cash was on pretty much every trailer, <laughs> every movie trailer. Johnny Cash. See now you got me uh, smiling again because now we're talking about Johnny Cash and I get to get get away that negativity that we had, man. So that that brings you together, Johnny Cash, because he's a legend. May he rest mm-hmm. in peace. When Undertaker used "Ain't No Grave," why didn't Kane use "Ring of Fire"? Well, we had a Ring of Fire match with him and Bray Wyatt, which oh, it was an infernal match. They just weren't allowed to burn I, each other. What is this infernal <laughs> match that you speak of? We are TVPG. It is a Ring of Fire. We cannot set anybody on fire. I, I've never heard of this infernal match that you speak of. <laughs> it was it was a glorified Inferno match. You just couldn't set anybody on fire. That's what it was. Oh, so cut oh. the horse. I see through it. It was an Inferno <laughs> match that ended by pinfall. Yeah, there you go. And it was dumb. Was... It sucked. <laughs> the big one. Uh, it was actually probably a good debut for Bray Wyatt, though, because it's... It was. It, the first and probably the last big feud that he actually won. <sighs> Agreed. Uh, I know he beat Ryback, so he won that feud with Ryback. Ah, fuck Ryback. I know, I hate... Ryback! <laughs> Ryback! 
<laughs> Ryback actually thinks he's going to be in the Hall of Fame in the future. No, Ryback, no. No, you're not. You're dumb as fuck for thinking that. Ryback right, right thinks he invented everything. Right oh, you know, that was my idea. <sighs> Ryback. Ryback makes my head hurt. Like, just... Oh, Ryback. I mean, oh, he's got... He's dumb as fuck. Yeah, and he's got Phoenix Marie as his co-host now. Which Phoenix Marie in the adult industry. Giggity, giggity. Schwing, schwing. But, yeah. Oh, well, you know I invented the adult industry. Stop it, Ryback. <laughs> Stop it, Ryback. Ugh. Oh, you know, CM Punk, no, that's news to me because I never had a problem with him. CM Punk thinks you're dumb as fuck and you're dangerous and you took the years off his career, but we never had a problem. Never had a problem. Never had a problem with him. Missed the fucking table, but never had a problem. I just dropped him on his head, but we never had a problem. Oh, dear Lord. Feed me more. Yeah. I don't know who's worse for bullshit, Ryback or Meltzer. Dude, all right. You see, now, now you're gonna bring me bring up something here, and, and I really hate that you did that, but I gotta say it. I'm gonna hate that you say it because you brought up Dave Meltzer's name, but Meltzer's all right. Between the two, Meltzer's more full of shit. Meltzer will always be more full of shit. Friggin' saying that Braun Strowman's get these hands is lame. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Japan, but he thinks everything in Japan is five stars, which I love Japan, but everything. I think he made like a comment like Shawn Michaels. This person was bigger than Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels' career, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Shawn Michaels is, like, one of the best of all time. And, you know, say what you will about him, you know, the politics and the losing the smile and tell me a lie and say you won't go. But Shawn Michaels has a history in the business, and he's trying to say, like, this – I don't think it was even, like, that big of a name in Japan. It was, like, a schmo that he only knows because, you know, he's in love with Japan. But I'm like – like, Meltzer, like, you don't, like, you know – make Shawn Michaels' career be, like, a detriment. I mean, he had, like, a history with, in, like, the industry. Like, duh. Hello, it's Shawn Michaels. It's just you, when you say something like that, it's just it's like you, you shake your head. And don't get me wrong, we both we both love Japanese wrestling. We do a spinoff show for Max Wrestling. You know, we got the New Japan thing, but it's like, come on, let's not like put a detriment on somebody's career. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, Mystic Meltzer. Well, you do know what I'm saying, though, right? Like what I said was kind of kind of spot on. Yes. Thank you. I need I need some credit. Hit the Dave on the head. I did. I will hit him in the head too, Meltzer. You were more oh. on point than Meltzer's ever been. I, <laughs> I gotta hear it. This fucking, yeah, him and Ryan Satin. By the way, fuck Ryan Satin. You know what really gets me about Meltzer that a lot of people don't really seem to understand? Go ahead. Obviously, he makes these bullshit predictions <clears throat> and then turn out to be fal- false. The ones that he gets right are the ones that anybody could see coming. So he looks genius because he predicted this obvious fucking thing. Okay, I got to tell you this. Um, you know, so I was watching the California show for New Japan, and then the post show comes on, and I see Kevin Kelly, and then I see his face on the post show, and I turned it off. I had to turn it off because I do not want to listen to him talk about the matches. Is it because you had enough? I had enough. <clears throat> We we, at one point we're all gonna have enough of Mystic Meltzer. We are. The day is coming. He ruined Japan, man. I was enjoying that show from top to bottom. Then I turn on the post show on New Japan World, and I see his face, and I'm like, no. Douche. You fucking ruined New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason why people make fun of it, because his name gets attached to it. 
you know, everybody go, Meltzer, Meltzer, Meltzer. No, if you actually watch the product and you watch the stories that these guys do, it's great. The person that ruins it is him. The fucking Meltzer driver. The, the Meltzer driver. Like, ugh. 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 Fucking Meltzer. God damn it. Well, there we go, folks. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, you can find us at Max Wrestling on SoundCloud and Podomatic. Look for us on YouTube, iTunes, and occasionally on Stitcher. And, of course, on Facebook at Max Wrestling UK. And don't forget, Max Wrestling Interactive is for everybody. You can join us at facebook.com slash groups slash Max Wrestling Interactive. And you can also find me at Dazzy MWP. And Mike is available at? At SMShow1 or at MCL92 on the Twitter. And the SoundCloud is MCLarkin92. Nice. And look up more shows from Danger Zone Productions. You can catch up with the whole first series of Throne Zone at Throne Zone UK. Hopefully you saw the promo last week for Throne Zone Series 2, which is coming this summer. We're aiming for June, July. Uh, it's going to be a seven-episode series recapping the story so far. So Episode 1 will be about the whole Season 1, Episode 2, whole Season 2, and so on. Uh, and, of course, Screen Gems will be relaunching very soon. I know we keep saying, but it will be relaunching very soon. As the Butcher and I discuss some lesser known movies or maybe some old favourites. Or maybe some that are just sitting at the back of your shelf collecting dust that you really need to break out again. Uh, but you can catch up with the original series at DB Screen Gems on Twitter. And join us next week for Greatest Royal Rumble Fallout. And straight to another pay-per-view with Backlash Predictions. And that's the bottom line, bitch. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you, bitch. Fucking Meltzer. I got something to say. You know what that is? Go. You converted Izzy. My ass. Fucking BQ. <laughs> <laughs>